Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. Good Thursday morning to you. 2 Chronicles 7, 14 says, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked way, then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Once again, I'm reminding you that we're praying from Psalm 85, verse 6. Will you not revive us again that your people might rejoice in you? And then God lays out the prerequisite for revival in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. We've been looking at the people of revival. If my people, which are called by my name, I mentioned a few days ago or earlier in the week that uh, dead people need a resurrection, living people need revival. So revival is needed by God's people. So the people of revival are not the lost, not the unsaved, but the born-again believers that need a fresh touch from God. And then we've been looking at the prerequisites for revival. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, humble themselves, that's brokenness, pray. We discussed yesterday that selflessness. Seek my face, that's going to be earnestness. And turn from their wicked way, that's going to be holiness. That's the prerequisites for revival. Brokenness, selflessness, earnestness, and holiness. God said, then I will. Can you say I will? I will. God said I will. Hear from heaven, forgive your sin, and heal your land. That's the promise of revival. John Elias one time said, we don't have revival because the church does not feel the need for revival as it should. I don't know about you, but I feel the need for revival. I feel the need for revival in my own life, the church I pastor, the church of our community, and at least the church of our country. I feel, I sense the need for revival. G. Campbell Morgan said, we cannot organize revival, but we can set our sails to catch the wind from heaven when God chooses to blow upon his people, <laughs> excuse me, once again. So we've been setting our sails this week. How do we set our sails? How do we position ourselves to be moved by God when he blows? Well, it's the prerequisite for revival. Humble ourselves, that's brokenness. Pray, that's selflessness. And today, I want to encourage you in the area of earnestness. Seek my face. Hosea chapter 10, verse 12 says, Even in those days, it's time to seek the Lord. I would say in my life, it's time to seek the Lord. I'm thinking in your life, it's time to seek the Lord. In our churches, it's time to seek the Lord. And so God said, seek my face. It's the idea of earnestness. It's the idea of perseverance. It's the idea of prevailing. I remember when Peter was in prison in Acts chapter 12. 
there for a while, the voice of the gospel was silenced. We read in chapter 12, verse 5, the early church prayed without ceasing for his release. They didn't pray flippantly. They didn't just pray one simple, Lord Jesus, help Simon Peter. They prayed earnestly. Jacob was wrestling with God, actually, in Genesis chapter 32, verse 26. And here's what Jacob says. When the voice said, let go of me, <laughs> Jacob said, I will not let go of you unless you bless me. He was earnest in his seeking the Lord, and God rewarded him with a great blessing. In Luke chapter 11, Jesus has just taught the disciples how to pray. He gives that model prayer. And then at the end of it, he says in Luke eleven five, which of you have a friend and shall go into him at midnight and say unto him, friend, loan me three loaves of bread. For a friend of mine has come to me and I have nothing to set before him. And as he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut. My children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give you. Now what he's saying is, this guy comes to a friend's house, knocks on his door at midnight, says, Hey, I have another friend that needs some bread. Can you loan me some bread? And the guy says, from the inside, Trouble me not, the door is closed. My children and I are in bed. Now then in Luke eleven eight, Jesus said, I say unto you, though he will not rise, and give him because he's friend. In other words, Jesus said he's not going to get up and give to him because he's his friend. You would, you would think that just because he's his, the guy's friend, he would get up and give him some bread, wouldn't you? Well, it was midnight. Everybody's in bed. And he didn't give up because he was his friend. But then Jesus said, yet because of his importunity, that means his shameless persistency. Because of his shameless persistency, the guy on the inside will rise and give him as much bread as he needs. Now, it's interesting. He didn't get out of bed and help his friend because they were friends. He did it because the guy was beating on the door and he had, he had shameless persistency. And then Jesus teaches in 11.9, the next verse. And I say to you, ask and it shall be given. Now, you don't see that in the English, but he's written in the present tense, moving continuously. In other words, ask and keep on asking. It will be given you. Seek and keep on seeking, you will find. Knock and keep on knocking, and the door shall be open unto you. For everyone that asks and keeps on asking will keep on receiving. And he that seeks and keeps on seeking, he will find. And he that knocks and keeps on knocking, the door shall be open unto you. The guy's outside banging on the door. He's asking, and he keeps on asking. He's seeking, and he keeps on seeking. He's knocking, and he keeps on knocking. And finally, the guy gets out of bed and says, Whoa, Bryson paraphrase, stop. I'll give you what you're asking for. And it's not because we're friends. It's because you simply will not stop asking. You will not stop seeking. You will not stop knocking. That's what it means to pray in earnest. That's what it means to be persistent. That's what it means to persevere. That's what it means to prevail 
in pray. When I was a young guy, I heard somebody teach push, the push of revival. P, pray, U, until S, something, H, happens. I kind of like that. Pray until something happens. The prerequisite for revival, one of them, is earnestness in prayer. Ask, seek, and find, and the door will be open, and you'll have bread to spare.